Hey beautiful listeners, welcome back to the Irrigated Podcast. My name is B, and I'm your host. Today we are delving into Queen Maker. I loved this series. I totally enjoyed it because strong women, strong characters were in it and their roles were played so well. The theme of the drama, the political drama, everything about it was lovely. Absolutely nice. Like absolutely nice. And also I call this drama the 40s drama. I put it in that category and I call it the 40s drama because I actually think that the Korean movie industry has been giving us a lot of dramas where all the cast would be in their 40s or all the main leads would be in their 40s like Love to Hate You and some others that I can't really remember but I've been enjoying it so far I actually really love it and I hope you do too anyways guys if this is your first time listening to me if this is your first time hearing my voice thank you so much for stopping by I hope you listen to the end please follow the podcast by clicking on the plus sign top right of your screen and if this is not your first time here thank you for coming back thank you so much i do appreciate all of you and do not forget to turn on post notification depending on where you're listening from apple music spotify google wherever guys happy to have you here so how have you been it's been another two weeks Yes, and during this time, I actually had fun. I had another birthday celebration. Another good friend of mine celebrated her birthday. I think this year, all my friends have just decided, you know what? We are going to celebrate our birthdays and we are just going to have fun. We are done with school. But unfortunately for us, we were not able to go to law school. And that is because UNM, the school that we attended did not send our names on time for law school so like we've lost two years so in this one year we've decided that we're not just going to feel bad and be depressed and be down we're going to celebrate whatever we can we're going to be happy we're going to come together to have fun when we can because after this year next year is going to be really hectic law school is not a joke and after law school no one knows like some would be married hopefully some would be abroad, some would get jobs, get more busy. Even now, we all have things that we're doing and we are so busy. Then imagine when you just know that, okay, you're not going back to school again. This is life now. You have to really, you know, bend down and try to make money and try to, you know, make sure your future is right. So, yeah, we're just, you know, doing the best we can. And of course, I'm still attending my sewing classes which I am getting better at. You know, when it comes to sewing, cutting is like a big deal. And I cut three beautiful dresses. I am so proud of myself. I'm happy. And I hope you're happy for me too. And I hope you had fun. Like, we should always find time to, you know, just be happy, have fun, go out with friends, family, enjoy yourself. In life, there will always be stress and worries. So no matter what, no matter what, try as much as possible to be happy right but even if you did not and you were so stressed all through the last two weeks i wish you better days ahead so moving on i really love the intro of this drama once i see a red little hills i just know it will be super lit the name of the drama and the beginning just blends beautifully 
I love dramas that depict strong women, like I already mentioned. And if you do like it like I do, then you'll definitely love this drama. A beginning like that would definitely keep you very invested. And like I said earlier also, this is a political drama, right? And then the way it started, everything about it, you just want to know, you get, what's going to happen? This is about women. And you know, whenever women are involved in something, it is always very intense. Like, guys, it is always very intense. And I can assure you, this drama was very intense from the very beginning to the very end and you know politics and you know korean politics would definitely be different from nigerian politics or the uk or the usa or wherever you're listening from like it definitely be different from so many other countries and it was nice seeing it play out so i'm going to go ahead and read the synopsis of this drama so the lead character handu he is known as the fixer who works as a general manager for a strategic planning team at Unsung Group. She's good at dealing with public opinion. She takes care of disturbing cases for the company and she's highly trusted by her employers. But then she decides to join Okyon Suk, who is a human rights lawyer who also fights against Unsung Group and make her mayor of Seoul. Guys... Now imagine yourself, imagine somebody working for a very big company. And you know these Korean chebol companies, they are not to be joked with. They have so many dirty lining and they will take you out if they have to. But then their number one fixer decides to leave them and go work with a human rights activist in order to make her mayor of Seoul. Like, guys, why did she do that? And how do you think that went? Keep listening. So while watching this drama, I was like, why haven't I seen any of the main characters? Like, these are strong women, but I've never seen them before. So I decided to run to Google and check out the movie they have acted. And I actually realized that the fixer that I just mentioned is actually the main character in the world of the married. That drama was mad, mad, mad. But guess what? Your girl here did not finish it. And that's because I really don't like dramas like that. They are way too intense. I think that that's like one of the Korean dramas that I don't think there would be any comic relief. I watched until like episode 6 and it was too, 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 like it just kept going up and up. And you know, this whole dynamics when it comes to marriage, I was just pissed. I was pissed at some of the things that were happening and I just wasn't interested anymore. But the movie was rated so high by so many, so many people loved it. It was everywhere. It did so well. So I was actually very shocked when I saw the lady. I'm like, oh, really? You're actually the one that acted this wonderful drama. Like, I didn't really recognize her face, but then, yeah, she was the one that acted it. And also, like, the other lead character, I've not seen her in another movie. And even the chairman of the Unsung group that I just mentioned, I've not seen her elsewhere. It's just very few people that I've seen elsewhere. And most of them, and the people that I've actually seen in other dramas are actually not lead characters. Like, let's say... There are four main lead characters. I've not seen them elsewhere except 
the fixer. So moving on to the writer of this drama. I think the writer of this drama actually did a very good job because she explained and gave a very wonderful description of how Korean politics actually work, how the elections work, because it is so very intense. And in this case, women are involved. And in like other Korean dramas, they talk about politics in Korea, right? But they only do that in person. But in this screenmaker, you'll be able to see how big Chebol families or conglomerates, how they control politics and how they control who wins and how they get so involved because of their selfish gain. Because of course, they never get involved because they want to help the people. Like, nah, you don't trust conglomerates who want to help the people. They only want to help themselves, how they'll stay number one, how they keep growing and fattening their pockets. Like, the writer actually took her time to show us or to write about the process. And this is what this drama actually gives us, the actual process of how politics works in Korea, how the media comes in, and how everything you say will be used against you and how everything you do. It's like once you decide I want to run for office, you have to be careful because they would be watching you at every point. You'll be scrutinized. Everything you do, anything you do should be clean. Your secrets should be wiped out if possible. But that's almost impossible because people will definitely find out they will dig it out and it will be used against you. And guess what? Even if you're a good person with a clean image, past and present, they will try to dent your name. And even the sins of your family can be used against you. Like it, it could actually affect your political career. Like your ratings might just drop. Whether or not people like you this, like people could like you this week. And then next week, they don't like you. Like, it's that bad. And every single moment, you see yourself trying to explain to the public. You're trying to get people on your side. You're trying to make people see the other person as the bad person who is only there for their, like, own selfish benefits. And it's, like, just a war of narrative, basically. This is all the things this drama will show you. Because it's a lot. Like, it's a lot. Like I said, like, today you could be so sweet. You're an angel. They love you. They love everything about you. And then maybe your son did something. And everyone just turns against you immediately. Like, when I mean immediately, like, this writer gives us the actual tea. And I love that so much. She also shows us how gullible humans are. Because, like I said already, today they're siding you. Tomorrow they think you're a beast. And of course, the media plays a vital role because these candidates pay the media to say things about their opponents that are really not nice. And they just take up the story and boom. They don't even try to verify. Like, I think that media outlets that just give information like that without verification and they try to spoil one's name, they should be sued, honestly speaking. And they should pay in millions or they should just be locked up because it's it can be bad they just construe the wrong narrative and people just go with it like it's just very annoying people just go with it because of course they sort of trust the media to give them the right information so whatever is coming from the media just feel like yeah this is right this actually happened this is true but then it's not always true
And from all I've watched about Korean politics, both in this drama and in other dramas, it seems like they really can't do without a smear campaign, like discrediting a public figure by making false accusations. Like they always, they always want, like they always get involved. There's always a smear campaign, basically. There's always a smear campaign, which I think is terrible because this smear campaigns can turn a good person into a beast because of election is either the person is not trying to save themselves and they turn into monsters in order to fight another monster or they end up with a bad name because of election and of course the people will just keep persecuting them because of what they heard they may never get a chance to clear their name and just like that because you wanted to serve the people you become a beast Everyone thinks you're a bad person. Like, everyone thinks you're a bad person. Korean people really enjoy the whole good family dynamics of their candidates where, like, the husband and wives are living together and they're in love. It's like, it's just a thing with them when it comes to politics. And in this drama also, they love the whole, you know, couples attending shows together, attending events you know, campaign rally and they're just trying to show that oh my god, we're so in love, they hug they peck, they kiss and everyone is like oh, that's so cute, it's like are you that gullible? I don't understand it like, a man being a good husband doesn't mean he'll make a good mayor or a president or a governor, in fact I think like the worst politicians make good spouse, to be honest like, trust me on this you are not their family member. Like, they only need your vote. Like, they seem like, oh, okay, they want to do good for you. But nah, that's not it. And of course, they'll be good to their wives and family. No one wants war at home. And all these men, they understand the, you know, the value of family being by their side. But then in this movie, you can see that the guy, do you know, the whole good man good husband thing with his wife it's just all jokes like it's just all jokes even from what they were doing at some point i was like nah if i was a korean looking at these people now i honestly don't believe this i honestly don't believe this but then it's like i don't know i'm not a korean so i can't really say but looking at this and watching it from my own views like this looks absolutely fake it looks absolutely absolutely fake and one being a good husband should not be a determinant of whether or not you're going to vote for him there should be way more other important things for you to check before you feel like okay i'm going to go with this candidate and then the other one is not good for the people and in this movie you can see that they expect a clean past and present which is very funny like that's actually the way it's supposed to be, should be told. Your past and your present is supposed to be clean. And the future plans you have, they are supposed to be good. But comparing it to like other countries, like Nigeria, <laughs> it's so funny. We hear things about drugs being associated with like the president-elect, so many nasty things about the children and stuff like that. But he's our president-elect and he's soon about to be sworn in. And like, the only thing we can do is tweet, say what we want to say online. Nothing, absolutely nothing is changing 
which is very crazy and also like donald trump his wife used to be a model so she has like her nudes online where she like had these um pictures taken of her when she's like without anything basically nudes and no one says anything about that it's like the usa no one cares about that kind of stuff but in korea that can never be the case even if it's your daughter or even a cousin of yours in fact once the person is associated with you friend or family they would use it to cancel you and their cancel culture is very strong both in politics both in the entertainment industry they cancel people a lot so it's like that's what makes it so different like you your past and present has to be clean like i'm not saying one taking news and it's not clean but to them it's like it's dirty in fact to them it's dirty it's not clean it means that your past is really shady and stuff like that and even a man married a model right like a supermodel and then running for president after they'll be like why would the supermodel be our first lady this is the way koreans would think like this is how they actually think about things when it comes to politics so in politics you need to be upright. anything that is going to ruin you need to make sure that they never find out because once they do even if it's in the past you are done for like when i mean done for you are done for it's going to take your team to bring up a very very intelligent story and a very captivating and convincing story for them to feel like okay this is not who you are you are a better person now and you are here to serve the people so moving on to the character breakdown i'm going to start with the fixer han do jin i feel like han do jin is very good at her job she has done so many bad things to help the unsung group get away with all the bad things that they do then someone dies and all of a sudden she becomes a saint that's hypocrisy at the highest level but at the same time it's like she has a line that she would never cross even though she's a fixer and that's like killing someone or taking a life basically so when she refuses to fix this particular issue she was fired her car was taken from her the house was taken from her i was like i just love her boldness in saying no but at the same time it's like when you're working for a tribal family as a fixer what do you expect do you think that let's say because of one of their family members killed someone that they will allow the person to get arrested and tried and of course go to jail it's like they wouldn't allow that so you deciding to work for this family in that department you've got to fix every single problem i don't think there should be any selection whatsoever when you go for a job like that but yeah like her refusal brought about her being fired and then because of everything that happened afterwards she decided to like take revenge and hold on to the little conscience that she had left and then her revenge planner had to do with convincing the popular human rights lawyer to run for mayor basically and backing her because she's intelligent she's a strategic team leader so of course she knows how all this stuff works she knows how politics works she knows who to meet for funds she knows how to you know go about the whole smear campaign she knows how to dig up things of the opponents it's like it's it's a very nice drama i really think 
if you have not watched it you should just go ahead and watch it then let's talk about chairman of unsung group or chairwoman of unsung group chairman cho that's what she's called she's another strong woman in this drama and a very significant character because she's like the owner of the group and they have a lot of debts like of course they have a lot of debts all these tribal families they always have they always have something they want to hide there's just always something about them that is not just right i mean to amass such amount of money and connection and power you'd have done a lot of bad things and this woman like she wants the whole world beneath her feet right thereby trying to make her son-in-law mayor of Seoul, and of course the guy is like a wolf in sheep's clothing it was actually unbelievable how she would trust the son-in-law to do the right thing for them when he becomes mayor it was glaring that the guy was going to mess up it was so glaring i mean not mess up as in during the campaign or anything although he did but mess up in the sense that once he gets that power they will not be able to control him like even when he showed his true colors before the election and even when he showed his true colors before the election she didn't really react in the way that i thought she would react she still wanted them to push him to be mayor because she felt like at the end of the day his family so he would not want some group to just go all the way down like no one would want that for their family right even if the family is like their dynamics are you know sort of upside down and stuff like that and then concerning this woman i keep asking this question what is it with koreans and raising their husband mistress's child why why like they never do a good job they never show them true love they never show them true connection the child like just feels so left out throughout their life like i don't think a child should suffer for the sins of their parents like i don't think that should be the case this is an unborn unborn child you decide to take the person in and yes you give the person a life money and everything but it's not all about that and let me tell you when it comes to people who has who have money and all this good stuff once like there's this love or motherly love or fatherly affection that lack like once there's this lack of that type of love in their life it's so glaring and they want it so bad and they just act up and they become very terrible people at the end of the day like why would you insist on raising a child that is not yours only to treat the child unfairly i don't get it like i i, I don't really get it this same situation also happened in reborn rich although it was like a lot better but then it did happen then also in this same queen maker one of the daughters of the chairwoman wanted to do the same thing like the same daughter who has anger issues which mostly sprang up from being sidelined and then having to constantly prove herself like i'm good at this i'm good at that even when you're good they don't really want you on top because you're not like you get part part of the family and stuff like and then she wants an unborn child to go through the same thing the same exact thing that she went through like it doesn't make sense i can't understand it especially when you want to kill the child's mother and take the child in 
like make it make sense why would you want to kill the child kill the mother and take the child in right are you trying to be what a nice person oh i don't hurt children <laughs> the fact that you've hurt their mom or dad you've hurt them for life like for life that's totally evil to be honest like totally evil and i really hope it's not a pain in korea because i've seen it in so many movies not just queen maker it's very different when you just adopted the child normally but raising the child from your husband's affair never ends well like it never really does and then moving on to our second lead actress the human rights lawyer she's very tenacious persistent consistent strong but sort of an absent mom like i remember saying this on my last episode where i talked about calling love you cannot be a terrible mom and a terrible person you need to choose your struggle just like in this movie queen maker okion soup the human rights lawyer wasn't always available for her son but she had her husband and he did mostly like he did most of the wifey duties because she wasn't really available to do some of that he did the cooking the cleaning the making sure that his son gets to school and all of this stuff and that's because she was always busy fighting for justice like she was so damn busy fighting for justice it's clear that of course you cannot replace a mom in a child's life or even a dad but at least one available and caring parent is better than not having it's better than not having none at all right or having one and the person is a total disaster like in college love like it's just better that the person is an orphan than having one parent and the person is like a total disaster like what are you even there for this okion so right the human rights lawyer there's so many things she said while campaigning to be mayor like so many things that actually touch the hearts like there's so many good reasons to watch this drama honestly but like this particular lines that she said had me in tears guys i felt like wow this it was actually touching like i actually felt it she said in the bid to make a world a better place she had to end up being a bad wife and a mother because the whole struggle was so intense i mean you're against the son-in-law of unsung group and you know those people they play absolutely dirty and the lawyer she's not someone that believes in all these type of things despite the fact that she had a fixer from that type of people coming to like work for her and stuff like that but at the same time she made her understand that if you're going to do all this dirty stuff to make me be mayor of soul then i am not interested like there are so many things that still affecting both her both her husband both her child that's why she was saying in the bid to be, make the world a better place she ended up being a bad wife on it and a mother like i like this because in movies most people actually downplay the effect of being a busybody that's how she puts it because you're busy trying to fight for other people and not because like she's a lawyer and it has an effect on your family because you could end up dying for crying out loud you could, you could end up dying for what exactly why and you didn't even get to do what you wanted to do and you just die making your child an orphan or being fatherless or motherless like 
it don't make sense. Do you understand? It doesn't. So like it made her really sad at some point and it made her want to quit. And her son also did not even help situations. But then there's this point where he the things he said also touched me. Like he really encouraged her. He really made her bounce back. Like he was such a sweetheart, even though at some point he was so annoying. But most of his behavior wasn't even his fault. You get like I said, smear campaign. So there was a lot in play. But then he finally gave her the strength that she needed to continue pushing. I like the guy. So next is Big Jimin. He's a son-in-law of Unsung Group. He's a very strong man who has a story. I pitied him a lot. I don't know why. Like, up to now, guys, I'm actually tr still trying to figure out why I actually pitied this guy. Like, I had no reason to, but I did. If you've actually watched this drama, please tweet about why you think I actually, like, he um, pitied him and tag me on that tweet at all about cake and my bite be on twitter and then you can go to instagram on this particular post the comment section and just you know say something about why you think that i pitied him or why you think that he should be pitied but the truth is that's why the fact that i actually pitied him i hated him at the same time like he's a typical wolf in sheep clothing such a terrible human <laughs> So it's so crazy why I'm even pitying him. But then, guys, when he's giving his speeches, my goodness, like during the whole campaign and everything, he was so convincing. If I was there, I would want to vote for him. I swear to you, if I was there during his speech, when he was not trying to play like a good husband with his wife and all that thing that felt so fake and all of that, when it was just him standing and speaking god she was dazzling and he just knows exactly what to say and how to say it like his character was well written and he played it so well and he had so many secrets and so many deaths that someone who's running for mayor of so should not have i mean you should just be in jail you're a criminal you are not a mayor to be you are just a fucking criminal then at the beginning, there's somewhere at the beginning where there was just this Me Too movement storyline. Guys, I was so wild because I must say for a second, I actually believed the man. But then I remembered and I asked myself a question, who had much to lose if this gets out? The girl he was involved with at that time obviously knew she had no chance at winning at all. And of course, the plot thickens as to why a man would go that far. Like, never trust people that show you only their good side. Because it's never the true story. Never. Never. It is actually never the true story. Never. Because it just, you know, play this side, play this character. But I wouldn't even blame the fixer for believing him at first. Because it just felt like, look, all this while... This man has just been showing himself as a good person. But then this particular situation, he is drowning. And then he makes a mistake. Because every day for the thief, one day for the owner, you have so many thoughts and secrets and you do so many shady things. One day, one day is going to pop and people will find 
out. And considering how he was introduced into the drama, right? Good husband, he renders an apology on behalf of his wife. I mean, like at that point, I was just looking at a fine man who is going through a lot at the hands of some group. But then there's always more to the story. And of course, there was more to this story. This drama will show you how, like, the Korean smear campaign is extremely bad, guys. Extremely bad. They used it so much that I was just pissed at some point. I was like, what's happening here? Like, it's as if everybody was now on a ship. Go here, don't go here. Go here, don't go here. If something is red, don't say it's yellow, don't agree it's yellow. If something is yellow, don't say it's red, don't agree it's red. Like, why can't you have a mind of your own? Why can't you have a mind of your own? Why are you so invested in other people's past and present and how shady it might be and how shady it is not? It's like, you love somebody, you've seen the good they do, and yet you just turn your back on them just because you heard something. Like... They've done good. They've been good. They've done a lot of good things. You just like that. And then someone that you've seen evidence is that this person is like the bad person. And next thing, they are trying to tell you he's a good person. And because they have obviously made the other candidate look bad, you just forget. It's like they just, it's as if they to wipe out their brains or like wipe out their memories. Like they just wipe it out. And boom, the next person is like the wonderful person. They just, you know, from there, they become God, Jesus. Their, their white is shining, so white and so nice. No stain. Fam, it's a lot. Like, it's really a lot. Like, that's why I love this drama so much. Because the writer, like, she took her time to, you know, it was all about Korean politics. It was all about politics. Not just when they do it in person. And I really loved it. So there are certain things that shocked me about this drama and of course i would definitely share it with you guys that's what i'm here for so the first one is like fashion being used to drive away the attention of the people from the main points so guys there was this particular scene where one of the daughters of the unsung group had like she had one of her episodes where she was being so nasty to her staffs and of course persecutors they all they came to carry her you know that obviously persecute her probably give her a fine if she's going to end up in jail fine and good and obviously they called their fixer to try and fix the situation so that she would not go to jail or so that within let's say the next 24 hours she will be released from the prosecutor's office guys so they dressed her from head to toe in designers and they had a specific camera man that was taking pictures of all she was wearing and he was speaking about it and guess what it went from her being a criminal or let's say let's not say she's a criminal right so it went from her being someone who was about to be prosecuted or already been prosecuted by the people to someone who is a fashion icon because every single thing she wore sold out every single thing she wore everybody forgot about what she did even the videos that they saw what they heard they totally forgot about it 
and they were just more concerned about what she wore her shoe her scarf her jacket her bag her gloves guys it was unbelievable i was like what am i watching it was it was actually nice that's why the fact that it was unbelievable but i was like this is nice this is like a very different uh you don't see this in dramas right where you go from being almost a criminal to being a fashion icon and everything about you is selling out like just like that and everyone and the craziest thing about it is that everyone forgets that you did something so bad right you did something so terrible i mean all these terrible families despite the fact that they have so much debt they always have to come out as being good people wonderful people clean past and present of course that's all they like but that's what they want them to be like and it's like she's not that way but you forget about it because of the clothes she was wearing unbelievable but very nice it was an intelligent plan and only an intelligent fixer can take care of like and it's so different from what would happen in nigeria no one gives a damn no one cares like whether you're wearing designers from head to toe no one cares like if you are even to be arrested or you are being arrested by maybe efcc are you even wearing designers from head to toe you are in trouble you're in bigger 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 trouble but yet in this has sold out crazy right crazy and then the next thing is people criticizing you that you don't look good right it's like okay there was this particular scene because Okian Sook, the human rights lawyer, she's always fighting for justice and she's always doing this whole protesting thing where she could stay five days out protesting, 10 days, 12 days, 20, she wouldn't even like do anything bad. So there was this point that she was really, you know, protesting and then her armpits were soaked with sweat and everything and then they used that against her. They're like, oh, why would she want to run for mayor when she looks like that? I'm like, wow, she went from being you people's favorite that saved the show and that saved millions of people's jobs to being someone you are criticizing because of her appearance and because of that, you think she shouldn't be male. Fam, that's crazy. Yes, I know appearance is very important, right? But in a case, you're actually asked to choose a good candidate who work and do good and who is already doing good with a good track record or a criminal with the best appearance and yeah and you ask to choose one like of course you want to go with someone that their parents is not that good but then they are good people but then this people is like they just forget the right things like why do you forget so much why did they actually wipe your brains out <laughs> i don't know but i need to figure that out like, although, like, I'm still saying the same thing, I agree that she needed to, you know, touch up. Because compared to the other two candidates, she didn't really look nice, right? But when you consider the other female candidates, because it wasn't just her and the son-in-law of Unsung Group that were the people running for mayor. There was another strong female character. She took so much care of her looks, from her skincare to facial, she goes to the gym, expensive you know expensive things she buys designers where she goes to the gym where she does her facials everything is like top-notch right and she has done so well as a politician 
her running for mayor will be like let's say when someone has run for house of rep or house of um yeah house of rep and they decide to go to senate right or maybe you're done with um being a governor and then you want to become a president it's like one step to the next bigger step right so that's what she actually wanted to do and then her track record is nice the people love her but the moment that they hoped that she was exposed for how expensive her lifestyle is this same lifestyle that before they knew how expensive it was they loved her they loved her look they loved how she, her, her posture how slim and wonderful she is the clothes she wear they loved everything about her but the moment it was exposed how expensive these things are and how much these things cost they just turned their back against her just like that and these same people loved her before and these are the same people that made fun of okion suk's appearance so it makes me ask what do these people want what do they want like how else would one look flashy and nice without a good skin dress and body like i think because of how like they can easily turn their backs on you get people that they love and their candidates is why that their game of politics is really all about smear campaigns and narratives that's why because if it's in a country where people don't just turn their backs on people like that you would not even be digging for what's not looking for you like you'll not be looking for what's not looking for you because even if you bring it out so far so far their track record is good you don't have any reason to criticize them that's what i feel like i don't think one can be completely good like and it's not even bad that you look nice it's not even bad that you look absolutely fabulous and wonderful but then like it is what it is in this drama right and i was enjoying every bit of it anyways because it's like today this person is nice and wonderful the next day is like mm, we've gotten you you are going down i was like hey <laughs> this i was just like ha okay okay this, this is this person's turn to take a a blow like a big blow and i'm like okay of course they'll come back and then this and then that like it was just really nice really nice although it was annoying me definitely it was annoying me i was asking so many questions like really why is this important ah uh, what's happening but at the same time it's like if you don't ask questions like when you're watching a movie then are you really enjoying it and this drama queen maker right i feel like there's so much that this table family gets like so much that they get wrong and it's not just in queen maker i feel like in their korean dramas and one is like they never raise their kids right right all these kids, especially these ones in this movie, they act like they lack love, care, attention, and empathy. I will not even say they act because I honestly feel like they lack it. It's like this woman is such a great charwoman, building her company, millions of one, billions of one, trillions if possible. They're trying to be number one. But then you can't show your children love. You can't show them attention but even once in a while it's like they don't even have it at all like zero zero like that's crazy and that, i don't think that's the way it's supposed to be and then they have evil men as husbands they end up marrying evil men as husbands and with everything that's happened in their life they still go ahead and give their children out to evil men just for power and money why 
why you you had a terrible life now you also want your child to have a terrible life you are a terrible person basically very terrible and also the fact that they refer to their pas bodyguards and secretaries as dogs they said this so much in this movie that it pissed me off i'm like why your secretary is working for you you are paying him he's not a dog you don't pay a dog you just feed and command a dog most dogs don't even have their own free will but this person has free will they think they strategize they try to make your company better they work hard and yet you just read them as dogs like ew i don't like that i never do but i still watch that movies regardless and it's like once you're not family they will never treat you as one never but can't people understand the fact that one day you should know that a dog will bite you if you don't feed it well or treat it properly it will definitely bite you one day so when you keep referring to grown men and women as dogs just because they work for you and you're like the rich one born into world generations of wealth, blah, blah, blah. It's like, they're going to bite you. And it's going to be so hard. Like, the injury they will leave probably would never be able to heal. Like, never. And I can't understand why they always forget that the first child is priority when it comes to inheritance. I'm sure some of you have noticed this, right? Please, if you have noticed it, you have to say something on Twitter and tag me. Please, I am begging. Say something on, on Instagram. Say something on Twitter. Please tag me. I need to know you guys are following me on this. Like, they always get it so wrong when it comes to inheritance. Like, they just want their children to fight. That's so toxic. They shouldn't have to struggle for the position. They should always teach their kids to, like, love and support one another. So that way they can grow in love. But in this case... So totally different, totally different. It's like the firstborn of Unsung group. I think the woman didn't think she was good enough for the position. So she made the second child work twice as hard, but never promised her the position. So it's like you're working twice as hard, but you're not even sure if you're going to get it. You might end up not even getting it. They'll end up giving it to the other person that probably is not so good at their job like you. But why did they make you stress so much? Why? Why did they make it look like maybe you even have a chance? Why? Like, they actually shouldn't do that. But they always do. Like, they always, always do. And then the last one is like, having people who do all their dirty laundry. Like, oh my goodness. On some group, so annoying. They have people who do their dirty laundry at every point. Because, of course, they can't do it themselves. Can't, can they? They cannot do it themselves. And yet... Any point they are ready to throw them away, they are ready to throw them away. It's like it doesn't make sense. You can't do this thing yourself, someone else is doing it for you, and then you feel like this person is just garbage. When I'm done, I'll just do away with them. Fam, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like they have no respect for people who work for them. But well, it is what it is. It's just life, basically, right? It's life. Then, this is the character breakdown of the second in command in Unsung Group's strategic planning team. So, right, when Handoji and the fixer left, right, of course there would be someone to replace her, right? So, her second in command replaces her and then she fixes the issue as regards, as regards the death of an employee. 
right i get it you're doing your job okay we get it but then what pisses me off is when she decided to cross her boundaries and get involved with the unsung group son-in-law and that's when her life just spirals downwards and of course why wouldn't that happen because i honestly don't appreciate people who are not smart she did so many things you shouldn't do be good at your job that's all and even though you decided to be a mistress like so bold like when i mean so bold of her to decide to keep a baby like she got pregnant for big jamin the unsung group son-in-law who is running for mayor at the time he was running for freaking mayor of seoul and she decided that do you know what i want to keep this baby what i call her foolish to be honest because it's not like she doesn't know how it goes in the family she knows how it goes it is her work for crying out loud it is her job and of all men to have a child with it's him like she works as the head of strategic planning department let me say that again and yes she doesn't know she was getting played is it love <laughs> it can't be love guys <laughs> i said to god like this this particular lady pissed me off because it wasn't making sense it wasn't making sense at all come on now come on like come on you put yourself in a very dangerous situation and you couldn't even get yourself out like i would never understand why she thought she could even have a life with big jimmy like even if he loved her his unsung group son in love for crying out loud he's running for mayor he's a married man a father like do people really enjoy like chaos like people really enjoy chaos in fact i've answered the question because that was a question people really enjoy chaos and toxic situations like is it for money i don't get it you have she has a good paying job she could meet any fantastic man out there but she chose to be with a criminal like he is not just beg jamin he is a freaking criminal if i mean that you're well aware of how they do things is crazy unbelievable because imagine if you have secrets right and then someone knows your secrets and these secrets are things that should never come out like you literally would kill for this and this person is aware that you would kill if anybody knows your secrets and they just walk up to you and tell you oh i know what your secrets are and blah 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 and it's just blab so that was just her situation she knows not to enter this territory and do stupid things, but she decided to just jump into it. And of course, she got like the harsh end of the whole situation, right? She did. She actually did. I'm not going to tell you what happened, but she did. And then the next character I'm speaking about is this man. <laughs> so, you know, like at some point after Han Dohi leaves the Unsung group, the fixer, there's another man called Carl, another fixer that comes into play to work for the Unsung group and someone who they've worked with before. He's like a very popular strategist, right? This particular man gets me so excited because he's a veteran actor and he's one of the best, truth be told. His name is Lee Kyun Young. He stars in The Veil, Adamas, Again My Life, 
doctor lawyer inside man and so many other wonderful dramas he's one actor that is so consistent with being a bad person guys he has never acted a good person in any of his dramas never unlike how you see you see someone nice here and then the next drama they are so bad they say psychopaths blah 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 nah in his case he's always a bad person and that makes him extra hot i am not going to lie and this man i'm talking about is over 60 years old but he's so hot he's so nice like oh my god and i don't even want him to play a good person i doubt it would fit him i i really really doubt it would fit him and then in queen maker he's like a master planner he's very ruthless his smear campaigns are like off the roof oh my goodness it's like they tell a story and it just plays out right the, like just the way they want it like when i mean he's very very ruthless he's very ruthless he's smart he doesn't even care for your opinion it's like whatever he says goes right so much confidence and everything and then in this movie they made him carry white beards and hair like everything was completely white and it was so nice Plus, he now had a sports car. Eh? I was like, my goodness. <laughs> they made him a gangster anyways. Because normally, other movies is like always official cars, right? Makes these bands and the rest of them. But this one is like, oof. All these sports cars, all these, you know, USA artists like to drive Lamborghini, Ferrari. I think his was a Lamborghini. And it was even like a color. It wasn't black. I've forgotten the color anyways, but... Man, it gave him a different look, like a very ruthless fixer. And I love this man because he delivers his roles at every point. Like, I love, love him. So, I'm moving on to the lessons to be learned from this drama. The first one is, politicians really do depend on business money to run their election. And they are the biggest hypocrites in history. Like, fam... These politicians are so, oh my goodness. The hypocrisy that lies in their hearts is too big for the whole wide world. Too, too big. Just one person's own is too big for the whole freaking world. Like, my goodness. Behind all those smiles are just dangerous lies and dangerous things that they have done. Like, very, very dangerous. Like, you know, I mentioned a woman that had, like, a good track record, blah, 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 and that's like... Yeah, she had a good track record, but even though, like, when it came to the point of she might actually lose this election, she was willing to do anything and everything to become mayor of Seoul. And then she started doing things that she has probably done. But people didn't find out. But now this case is like worse. And it just ruined her whole whatever. And everybody was now seeing who she really is. I'm like, mm. fam, she went from this to this. It's like, I'm, I'm upright, this, that, good track record. And nesting, she's saying things, she's doing things. She's on her own smear campaign, you know, spirals. Like, it's just, it was just a lot. Like, they are hypocrites. That's what I'm trying to say. Hypocrites. And I also feel like they actually do not pay politicians well in, like, Korea. Because in Nigeria, um, our politicians are so rich. They are so, 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 so rich. Although they still depend on money that these businessmen give them. But I feel like they're way richer than this Korean. Or even U.S. I think that one is, like, 
packed. They are so rich. Nigerian politicians are so rich. Then the second one and the most important of them all, I feel, is like once you have a great value, no matter where you are, people will find you. Fam, Handajin was in a place where normally if someone is there, no one would want to associate with you. For some reasons, I do not want to mention that place in case you've not watched it and maybe you want to, I don't know. But then it's like she was there and yet someone came all the way to look for her, all the way. Like, she was sought after even being in that place. Like, this is a place that once you go in and come out, no one wants to associate with you. People will be scared of you. But then, because they knew that, oh my gosh, she took this human rights lawyer that has been ostracized in so many things for being, like, a troublemaker, a busybody, and being so good, so good, goddamn persistent. She's, like, so goddamn persistent and consistent in trying to fight for justice like from just being that like so being the mayor of freaking soul so like she was sought after then a good name is better than all the riches in the world the world is enough otherwise then the next one is when you take away everything someone holds dear and they have nothing else to lose they come at you with full force this was the mistake that Unsung Group's charwoman did that just made her situation worse. Like, very, 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 very worse. Honestly, I would give this drama a 9 over 10, right? <laughs> a 9 over 10 is a big, 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 big freaking deal coming from me, to be honest. The plot, the everything is different. The political drama, they took their time to show us everything, to give us all the details that we need. Like, that's why I loved it. And also the fact that all the women in this drama, they were strong, like very strong. Like, I really enjoyed the drama. It was a tough fight, you know, all these women coming together for like a good cause, right? Because Okyonsuk and Handohi, didn't like each other at first like this totally totally hated each other because they were getting in the way of each other but at the same time when they decided to come together for a good cause it was explosive like explosive going from dislike to love and then support it was really good to see you should watch this drama if you haven't i highly recommend Guys, this is the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow the podcast by clicking on the plus sign top right of your screen. Remember also to share to your friends and family. Tell me what you want to hear me speak about in the coming episodes. Do have a wonderful two weeks. Excellent.